Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning, Victory Church. We bring you greetings from Liberia. Amen. We are so grateful to God for His, His blessing, His faithfulness. Uh, we had an amazing time last year, and you know, God, God is so good. He, he could always outdo himself because he's God. Uh, we, we are limited in what we can do, but when we connect with him, when we partner with him, God can truly do amazing things. Uh, I just want to give you a brief summary. Pastor Lisa is going to share. Also, another young couple that came with us uh, that did a phenomenal job, Andrew and Nettie, are also going to share this morning. Uh, they, they outdid us, uh, and they, they dressed in their African clothes, and I'm sorry, we, we missed that cue, um, but we should have, yes. Um, but nine sermons were preached, six songs ministered, one children's church taught, one dance performed, over 120 letters to Liberian women were given, Almost 20 letters to children were given. Several hundreds of dollars were sold into the ministry, both churches and individuals, and several bags of candy were given to children. And that was, that was a great, great blessing and a sight to see. We traveled to Liberia of Africa. How many of you are from Liberia? Would you just stand? All our Liberians. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. God bless you. you may be seated. Uh, Liberia is a country, as I said, on the western side of the continent. It shares the same ocean we do, uh, the Atlantic Ocean. Good News Assembly of God in Monrovia, the capital city, is the church that we partnered with. The pastor and his wife uh, have become personal friends of ours, and they have pastored people from our church back when they were in Liberia, who now obviously attend Victory Church. Uh, it was such a great blessing uh, to be a part of the conference. The Assemblies of God leadership, from the general superintendent to the executives of the whole nation, we were blessed, we, would, uh, we were honored that they were in attendance at many of our services and gave their 110% uh, backing and blessing to the ministry. There were many other churches that were present, from other denominations, not just the Assemblies of God. There were uh, many that were young and old that were present and a part of it. Um, and as you know, that through your giving, through your faithfulness, we were able to feed everyone that attended the conference for all the sessions. And that was just an amazing blessing. Uh, that might not seem a lot to you, but many times people that don't have that much uh, a great meal is truly a blessing. Amen. We, we take that for granted. Uh, growing and a thriving church. They just acquired property right next to the building uh, that, that they, where the church is. They acquired property to build a Christian school. And we were able to pray over that property. They asked us to pray a special prayer of blessing and just ask God uh, just to provide. And so, so that was a great blessing to be a part of that. Um, they, this church is doing a work for God. They are growing. They are thriving. They are filled with the Holy Spirit. They are preaching the word. They are doing ministry in, in the, the, the city of Liberia. 
and um, for us to be able to go and to partner with them, to be a part of what God is doing. And, that, and that's the key thing is to connect with and partner with those that are doing the work and to, to just cause that synergy of, of adding to the blessing of God and, and what God is doing. So we preached, uh, we taught, we sang, we ministered to hundreds throughout our time in Liberia. Uh, we went to bring... Uh, just encouragement and support to them. You know, we didn't come to bring all the answers. Um, we're still working on figuring out a lot of things, <laughs> finding answers ourselves. But we went to be a blessing. We went to be an encouragement to lift up their arms in the work of God. And God is moving in Liberia. God is moving all over the world. I've been in many countries in Africa where God is moving powerfully. And it was a blessing to us. We were encouraged to see what God is doing God is moving by His Spirit. The gospel is being preached all over this globe. Yes, the darkness is great, but the light is even greater. The light of the gospel that is shining. Amen? And uh, the pastor told us of many, many testimonies, even just a couple of days after, or even during the conference, he was getting texts of how pastors were blessed, church members were blessed, and others from other churches. So... Uh, one of the great things was to see people that we had seen last year. They were so joy joyful. They were overjoyed to see us again as we were to, to see them. What a blessing to, to be a part of the family of God, the family of God that is made up of every tongue, every tribe, every nation around the globe. Heaven's going to be an amazing place, amen, to be a part of that great throng in heaven, worshiping and praising Jesus. Now, for us to go uh, to Africa, you know, missionaries, when they uh, prepare to go overseas, they have to go to um, cross-cultural training. That's seminars. They have to read books. They have to be trained on how to relate to other cultures. But being a part of Victory Church, if you're a part of Victory for any length of time, you are getting cross-cultural training. Hello? You are learning as we learn and grow together, learning how to relate to all people. So for us to go, um, we just kind of hit the ground running. We were able to connect with people in their culture and their foods, having eaten all kinds of rice. You know, you, don't, you haven't eaten unless you had rice in Africa. And so we had rice and all kinds of flavors and chicken and meat, and sometimes we weren't always sure what the meat was, but we were grateful for it. Amen. And um, so that was, that was a great, great uh, blessing. And uh, as I said, the church is thriving, uh, though it has many challenges. You know, we have different challenges in America. They have different challenges in Africa. But uh, we're, we're grateful for the relationships that we're developing with the leadership of the churches in Liberia. Now, uh, I'm going to call up um, in, a, in a moment Andrew and Nettie. Uh, where is Andrew? There you are. Okay. I saw your wife, and I saw you there. Okay. Um, we, we had a great time, didn't we, with, with uh, Andrew and Nettie. Uh, they, they just did an amazing job. As the presence of God was so real, um, they, they just kind of flowed in what God was doing. Uh, they, Nettie sang. She, uh, she preached, and she connected in a powerful way, uh, just relating to her people. And, uh, and Andrew, uh, he served faithfully 
videoing, taking pictures throughout the conference. He also taught children's church along with his wife. And we also uncovered a talent that he had that we didn't know he had. He sings. And he did an amazing job. Now, now, you know what it made me realize, and I knew this, but once again, it brought a fresh awareness that some of you are burying your talent. And some of you don't want us to know your talent because we don't, you don't want us to call on you and, and, and for you to use and invest that talent. But we're your pastors and we want for your blessing and for the blessing of the body of Christ for you to use the talents and the gifts that God has given you. Say amen with me. And he did a great job. We were blown away. And it was just, just an amazing time. They just did just such a, a fabulous, fabulous t- uh, ministry and, and was just such a blessing. Pastor Lisa ministered the word of God and sang a power, powerfully and was anointed as she did. Just so proud of her. She did an amazing job. And, and one of the things we want to share, there are so many things, and I'm going to ask Pastor Lisa to just share with you a little bit um, of the, the testimonies of what God has done. Yes. So I'm, I think it was the last session or the session before. Do you remember when this came in? It was one of the last sessions that someone that was a little bit shy, but they felt they had a word from the Lord, so they took this piece of paper to Pastor Zebe, and it says, God of the Judah Conference said we are walking in wellness in the midst of battle with victory. And that really touched us because this is the whole premise of the conference, is finding the freedom to worship in the midst of the battle, and honestly, that, that message resonated last year, and it resonated this year. And we are seeing people from Liberia become very challenged to take on this, this, to take on this challenge, to worship in the middle of the battle, to praise God in the middle of the trial. And so that was just a confirmation to us that, yes, this is, we are doing God's work this is not a vacation. It's, it's a long and grueling and hot trip. It's absolutely fulfilling in more ways than, than, than we can even share this morning. But we know that this is a mandate that God has given us. And yeah. Just let me uh, mention also, this word was given to the pastor. Before he spoke it, uh, a pastor's, uh, a woman pastor got up and she just began to shout one word. Share that with us. Yes, she just kept shouting, victory, victory. Every time she said it, the whole congregation would holler it. Then she would holler it again, and then we would. And we, we, there is victory coming for people that press in through the battle. I am convinced of that. If I, and, and I said this in Liberia more than once. If my husband and I did not believe in what we are ministering, we absolutely could not stand up and fake it in front of you. We are being challenged in our own lives and our own walks to worship God in the middle of the battle. And so we're just, we're just excited when, when we see God touching other people through this ministry. Um, and I want to read a few. These are only a few that, that I was able to put together right now for this morning, testimonies and texts and posts. One missionary, Alfred, said, on behalf of my wife and myself, we want to say thank you to the entire team. We were blessed by the wonderful teaching and preaching. Thank you for encouraging us. 
It looks like you were speaking to us because it's not easy. But we learned that there are seasons to sow and reap. Another pastor, Rebecca, said, thanks so much for the beautiful teaching and preaching. Another woman from the church, I bless God so much for the three days of preaching, teaching, and praising God. May God bless you all. We are so happy to be one family in Christ. May God keep us together till Christ comes. We appreciate you so much. Oh. Next year, it will be very big and more than this. Glory to God. I'm blessed, and I know my life will not be the same from today. And then Pastor Isaac, who I'm, who I'm going to share a little bit more about him. He's on, on next to my husband there on the end. He said, wow, oh, we give the almighty God the praise and glory for safe travel. Thanks for all the impact. We appreciate you for obeying the call of God to Africa and to the body of Christ in Liberia. We look forward to the spread of Judah Conference all through Africa. Another woman, it was indeed wonderful and I was blessed. Your time in Liberia was fruitful. May God Almighty bless you people double. And I'll receive that. I'll receive double. Another woman, on behalf of the women, this is the women's ministry leader of Good News. On behalf of the women's department of the Good News Assembly of God Church, we say thanks to Reverend Lisa J. Sfamini, Reverend Richard P. Sfamini, and the team for the powerful and wonderful Judah Conference. We bless God so much for you guys. And then from the general superintendent of Liberia, <clears throat> Pastor Abenda Tamba said, victory was a blessing to the church of Liberia. I wish you more blessings for the journey ahead. And I love that he said victory because that's you. He's thanking you for making it possible for us to go to Liberia. And then one last, glory be to God Almighty, it was a great movement. So those are just some testimonies um, that, that we've heard. We couldn't have the time to write them all out, but those are a few that we did hear. So... I want to share with you something that is absolutely strategic in the ministry of the Judah Conference. Um, finding the freedom to worship in the midst of the battle. That means in the middle. We've got to find the place to do that. And so last year, we were there, and this pastor, Pastor Isaac, he's from an area church, he was there. And we found out a little bit after the conference, let me just read what I have. This boy in the middle is the 18-year-old son of the pastors pictured here. That's Pastor Isaac and his wife. Last year at the conference, he was away from God, and he had left his parents' home and been gone for about three years. His father made it a point during last year's Judah conference to praise God through his family battle. In other words, he came to that conference every session, and every session he made it a point to praise God that his son would return even through that time and that he would believe God for his return. Two months after the conference, his son called him and asked him if he could come home. Pastor Zebe reached out to us and told us what happened, and, and I reached back out to Pastor Isaac and just began to dialogue. So, and he gave his life back to the Lord. So let this Judah conference, Pastor Isaac brought his son. His name is Abiola. He came to the conference. We were able to meet him. I was able to encourage him. I laid my hands on him. I prayed for him. 
And I said, you stay right where you are. Don't run from God anymore. Don't do it again. Stay right here. God has something for your life. And then I said to him, I, I gave him an assignment and his father, Pastor Isaac. I said, now it's your job to pray my son back into the kingdom and my daughter back and every other prodigal that is away from God. Because we need to band together to pray for the prodigals. And they took that challenge. And I know that they are going to be praying for my children, for your children. That was a challenge we gave them. And I rejoice with Pastor Isaac. Do, 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 last year, we, we rejoiced through texting back and forth. But this year, when I saw him, we hugged and we laughed and we were so excited about what God has done. Because how many of you know, it's just as important to rejoice when others are rejoicing as it is to weep when they're weeping. See, whatever we're praying for, we might see other people have their prayers answered first. We need to rejoice in that. The heart of God is so pleased when we rejoice with one another. So we asked Pastor Isaac if he would, in his own words, give a testimony of what the Lord did for his family. Praise the Lord. My name is Isaac Bifla. I'm a pastor, and my, my son left home four years ago because he felt that he has become a grown-up. At the age of 15, he couldn't be under control. He started misbehaving in the home. When I tried to discipline him, he ran away from the house, went on the street, living from place to place, living from, with different people, washing dishes, selling water in the market, which he couldn't do if he had been with me. He went on for four years, living in different states, different counties. And then until I attended the Judah Conference, I've been praying for him, crying overnight. I'm a pastor doing delivery for other people, doing prayers for people, restoring people's children. But my own son was on the street. It was my own battle. I couldn't explain to any member of the church. No one could have really helped me until I attended the Judah Conference last year. When I came and I heard a message on praise, on worshiping God in the midst of the battle. And I thought to myself, I've prayed over this issue for more than two, three years now. It is hard time I switch over to praise. So in the conference, I joined the team and I praised God like never before. And after the conference, three or two or three weeks after the conference, I received a call from my son. He was in the Buchanan in Grand Basel County. And he said he wanted to tell me something. I was like, I didn't know what he was about to tell me. But later that day, another lady called me and said, my son went to beg her that as he wanted to come back home. I was, I was so amazed to hear such a news. Like a political son who went on his own, took home, went about, he spoiled everything he, he took from his father. But the Bible said he came to, him, to himself. So that really touched me. So he returned home and I embraced him with an open arm. And today we have reunited as a family. He's back in school. He's serving the law. And I thank God for it. I thank God for Judah Conference for coming to Liberia. And I know that other parents out there who have issues can connect to this testimony. And no matter how long or how far your children have gone, God can bring them back home. God can bring them back to their senses. And I pray for you, whatever power of the devil that are taking your children from you, we break that power in the name of Jesus and your children will come back home. 
the prodigal sons are coming back home in Jesus' name. Thank God for the testimony. Amen. That's exactly what it's all about, what it's all about. So we continue to pray for the direction of God. He directed us this year to invite Nettie and her husband Andrew to come. They prayed, as we all know, they prayed, and they both heard from the Lord, yes, go. And I, I have felt in my heart since my first trip to Liberia last year that Nettie, I just kept hearing in my spirit, she's a daughter of Liberia. I just kept hearing that. And I knew that the Lord had something for her to travel. And so I'm so grateful. Nettie has been a part of this church since a little girl. She had not been back to Liberia since they left when she was five years old. Her husband, what a blessing. I mean, we, we had some wonderful, wonderful times together. Some laughs, some times of prayer, some times of just mopping our faces. It was just so hot all the time. But God used this young couple from our church. God used Nettie and God used Andrew. And I know that they were stretched, but they were used by God by the sovereign father, the creator of the universe. He used them. Uh, when they sang, the people just connected. When Nettie preached, let me tell you, before we went, Nettie thought, I, there's no way that I can preach that long. 30 minutes, I don't think I can do it. Well, I knew she would have it in her. And she went well over 30 minutes. And every word she spoke, she was on fire. And I'm not saying this to flatter her. I love her, and I see the gift of God within her, and I've seen it from the first time I heard her share at a young adults meeting. I knew it was in there. Andrew, there's more for you. There is more for you as a married couple. I do not believe for one second that it is the last time that you'll be in Liberia. I know God has touched your hearts. Um, but I want to introduce Nettie and Andrew Marion. Why don't you guys come up? and share some things that happened. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. Good morning. I just want to start by saying, Pastor Lisa stole my testimony. <laughs> because it was, that was the highlight of the trip, seeing the work that goes behind into her message and I, the message was the highlight of, of the trip to see her give the the length that she the, the nerves that she was she was struggling with the time frame of the we were doing rehearsing with 25 minutes we were, like the day before the day before that she she preached and I was recording and seeing the the time just go by I'm like oh my god she's <laughs> she's doing it. <laughs> But uh, God's favor over the whole entire trip, it was just a blessing. There was so much that could have gone wrong that didn't go wrong. And I have a new appreciation for what goes into a missions trip because it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> There's, as an athlete, as a healthcare worker, it's a lot of work. Good morning, church. Good morning. We're so excited to be back and be back here with you guys. I don't even know how us to explain everything that happened on the missing trip. For me, I'm so blessed and honored to have been allowed to go past the Richard and Lisa. And of course, you guys know I am Liberian, so it wasn't like, I mean, it was still strange because I haven't been back to Liberia since um, 
my family since we moved to the states so it was going back felt a little bit different but when I got there just it just brought me so much joy I mean my friends of you guys that know me you guys I I am a strong person and I do come off strong but I'm a big baby so I knew at some point I was gonna cry and I thought it was gonna be as soon as I touched down I was gonna cry but I did it and that was a blessing in itself because I felt like God was just like you're not gonna cry this trip nothing is gonna break you emotionally you're just gonna have joy and that's what I took back from the mission trip being there is that I just brought back so much joy and I just feel so happier and I feel like that's what God wanted me to why he wanted me to be there because I just feel like I get I got stuck in a mundane like going to work doing the routine and just you don't realize how slowly and your, your joy is getting stripped away and why it is so important to just be in church because you come you do get fed but then again you're back into the world so just going to Liberia and seeing the struggles there, of course, I know about it, but seeing it with my own two eyes just made me so much grateful. And I think that's what's going to be the change now that I've been here is being more appreciative of everything and having so much more joy. Um, what was inspiring to me throughout the whole trip was just being in the midst of tr like deep rooted praise just deep rooted praise because I feel like when we're here not that we don't have struggles of course we do here but I just feel like we're so spoiled over here that the simplest little things can just distract us from our praise it can just distract us from worshiping but being there you're sweating you're dripping and every drop of sweat made me just want to praise even more and I felt like I told Pastor Lisa I was like, oh, this is God's gonna stretch me because I'm like I can't like I just wanted I'm like of course I wanted an AC and wanted to be praying for AC but I just felt like every drop of sweat just made me be like amen amen and I just felt like more empowered and I don't know I just felt more like the strength of God just came and like there was no weakness there was like what he said there was no like we weren't weak I just felt we of course we were hydrating but I felt like oh my gosh if the heat stroke doesn't kill me I'm, I'm a bad drinker I don't drink a lot of water so I just had to keep um um getting hydrated but I felt like God just took over like even if I wasn't drinking I felt refreshed I felt energized and everything was just great so that was for me what was inspiring to me is just being in the midst of deep rooted praise that no matter what they were going through no matter what was happening and the struggles they were facing they still praise and it's like where is this praise coming from and to just see them have that praise it just refreshed my spirit refreshed his spirit and it just made me feel just new again so that's what was inspiring to me um, in a way that God showed up for me, Pastor Lisa already said it, my husband already said it, but man, Pastor, um, the first time he had the young adults lead, um, uh, church during the fast, he said, oh, I want you to speak. And I said, oh, okay, how long? And then he said, <laughs> 10 minutes. And I said, all right, I could do 10 minutes, but even 10 minutes was like really hard. And I was saying to the girls, I was like, oh my gosh, guys, I don't know how I'm going to do 10 minutes, but I'm going to do it. And 10 minutes was really hard. Then the next time I spoke, he was just like, all right, Natty, now I'm going to need you to do 15 minutes. And I said, wait a minute. I said, hold up, Pastor Richard. This is getting, like, t more and more time every time. What is happening? And 15 minutes then, I mean, even then, I spoke the second time I asked him, I was like, was it 15 minutes? He was like, well, it was 10, but then you prayed in the end, so it was 15 minutes. So I'm like, why does he keep giving me time, like, restraints? I'm not going to be able to do it. So when he said, okay, Natty, I want to speak to you. I want you to speak, and it's going to be like, you're going to preach. It's going to be like, well, no, he said, 
40 to 45 minutes. And I said, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I cannot do that. I cannot do it. He's like, all right, now. He's like, okay, I understand. How about we try and bring it down to 35, 30 minutes? But I really want you to try. I said, okay, I'm going to try. And the whole time, you know, prepping for, yeah, I, I agree with what you said, prepping for a message. I don't know how pa Pastor Richard, Pastor Mike, Pastor Maureen, Pastor Lisa, I don't know, do it every week and week and after. But for me, it was really hard. And I said to Pastor Lisa, when it was, like, really getting tough, I said, Pastor Lisa, why can't you guys, like, why can't I do a dressing change? Like, <laughs> I'm a nurse. I know how to do that. Let me teach, like, a session where I can change a dressing sterilely. I know how to do that. And we'll be good. And she's like, Daddy, you're going to be fine. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm prepping. I'm praying. And God really showed up for me. And I'm so grateful to hear you guys say that. But I just really give the credit to God because I was like, the day before, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go from, I not just the day before, but while I was here, while there, on the plane, I've been going over that message, just reading and then adding a little bit more or taking away. And I don't know, I was asking for advice, Pastor Lisa, do you practice your sermon? Pastor Richard, do you practice your sermon? Because I was just so worried about it. And God just showed up. God just showed up because I was feeling so discouraged the night before because I'm like, okay, this is my last moment to go over this. This is my last chance to get this to at least 30 minutes. And I did it, and it was like 20, 22 minutes. I'm like, I just felt so defeated and I don't even know why I'm focusing on the time strength because I just felt like because it was so short that I didn't have much to say so that's why I was focusing on the time because I'm just like oh gosh I have nothing to say and I'm like well you know I literally Andrew was about to fall asleep he's like you'll be he's just like I don't know babe but something's something's gonna happen and he's like I'm going to bed good night and I was just like okay partner support you know but he's like just pray we pray he went to bed and I got on my knees and I said God I don't I don't know I mean I know why I'm here but I don't know what more do you want me to say what more do you have for me but I'm just I did my best God and I'm just gonna leave the rest to you and I just prayed over it prayed over my notes and then I went to bed and then God was just like you did your best and I'm gonna do the rest because he showed up and and I don't know, it was so humbling to hear somebody come to me and was just like, the words you gave, I just felt like it was for me. And I looked behind me to see if Pastor Richard or Lisa was behind me to see if they were talking to them. And I went like this, and he goes, no, I'm I said, me? <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah. So I was just like, oh, my gosh. I said, thank you so much. And he, just like, and his, he said, I just want to tell you, I just felt like, and I, and I gave a word mainly for the young adults. Am I five minutes over? Okay, <laughs> I see. I gave a word mainly for the young adults because, as you guys know, that's my heart. Also, their children—that's my heart. So, I, my message was mainly for the young adults. And he came up to me and he said, "You know, being a, a young Christian, he's like, I just wanted to tell you that that message really touched my heart and it made me feel like to keep going in the Lord because I literally was in a place where I felt like, what was the point of all of this? Because I just felt so down and defeated and your message just uplifted me. It made me go back on fire for God and in turn made me now uplifted and I'm just happy. And then one of my major highlights of other than that was working with the kids. You guys know we did, um, they did um, 
letters to Liberia for the women in the church, but Kelly also had a great idea and had written letters with the kids to give out with the kids, and we had about 19 letters. And in preparation to go to teach a lesson with the kids, um, I asked Pastor Lisa, who in turn asked Pastor Zibi, um, how many kids we were going to have. And he said, usually said between 75 to 85, which I was like, that's a lot. Because here when we teach the kids about 30 or so, most when I'm in there. So I was just like, that's a lot of kids. So we wanted to bring them something to bless them. So we brought candy. We bought a bunch of fruit snacks because the kids here love it. So we're like, well, I'm sure they'll love it there. We took about 100 fruit snacks and we ran out. So we got to work with like 120 kids that Sunday when we taught, and of course, we only had 19 letters, so we had to figure out a fun way to do that, so we did a game with them. And afterwards, the winners, I gave them the letters, and they were so excited. They ran back, told their friends, and their friends came. And in that moment, that broke me a little bit because I just wanted to have more. I just wanted to be able to give them more. But, it, you know, God just said your presence was good. Your, your, you know, your presence being there was good enough for them. They had a good time. And they were so excited. They were so attentive to us. They just loved us. They loved on us. They hugged us. You know, a couple of kids asked Andrew to be their play pa. <laughs> and they were so excited, and they took pictures with him, kept running to get their parents' phones and taking pictures with us. And in turn, we went there to be a blessing, but in turn, it was a blessing to us. It was a blessing to us. And I know my spirit is refreshed, and I know Andrew, his spirit is uplifted, if that's the word, or more on fire, right, to do more. So we just thank you so much for allowing us to go and praying for us and sending prayers before we went because all of that set the stage for us to be there. And we're just so honored and blessed to have gone. And we're just it was an amazing time, and you're right, I will be back soon. <laughs> Stay right up there for a second. They, they really did an amazing, amazing job. We were so proud of them. They taught uh, children's church, but it wasn't for an hour. It wasn't for two hours. It was more like three hours, right? Three hours because the morning worship service that we preached that was, was that long. And so they're up taking care of the children. And, I mean, it was hot as Hades. I mean, it was hot. I, we, it was hot last year, but it was even hotter this year. And they were upstairs on another level, so heat rises. And they were, we came, they were, like, full of sweat. They looked like they were, like, wrung out like a child. <laughs> they were... They were worn out, but they were refreshed in the same same process. So it was it was just amazing. You know, when when we were going to church the first day or on the way there, she's uh, Nettie was asking for ice water. She said they're gonna have ice. I said ice. <laughs> they don't have ice. <laughs> it's like you have water, maybe just a little 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 room temperature, maybe a little cooler than that but there's no ice so uh Nettie being innovative and Andrew what they did in the hotel they put their water bottles in the ice box so I look over in one of the church services and there she has like a water bottle with ice in it I said <laughs> she got her ice water and so uh, we even learned the lesson. I mean, we're experienced travelers, but that was a that was a good one. We were putting our ice water in the ice box, uh, water in the ice box. So, but uh, we we just had an amazing time, and uh, it was just it was just such a such a blessing. As we said, we were blessing to them, but the blessing truly comes back. And on the way to the airport, uh, 
well, I don't even know if it was even before that. One of the other times he was, we were done Sunday. He, Pastor Zabay, I, I found out I wasn't pronouncing his name right. But I said it's okay because he doesn't pronounce my name right either. But it's, uh, I don't know if I'll ever get it right because I'm so used to Zabay. It's Zibby. 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 Um, he was already talking, uh, uh, priming us for um, uh, Judah Conference, Liberia, uh, third conference, third annual and so um, we're just processing and praying about what, it, what that will look like. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you for your prayers, for your blessing that country, that church. Thank you for your support. We appreciate it. And again, this was, this was a partnership. This was a joint effort. And I believe that God has blessed Victory Church because we have always had a heart for the poor, the needy, and the nations of the world and for missions, and right from the beginning, Victory Church supported missionaries, even when we had very, very little. We didn't have enough for our ministry. We didn't even have a sound system, but we started a missions convention and began to give to missions. Uh, what the Lord laid on my heart for this year's Easter offering, do you believe Easter is in three weeks? I can't believe how fast time goes, but uh, what the Lord laid on my heart is that our Easter offering is going to be totally dedicated dedicated for missions giving, for missions. So every dollar, every amount as we, part of our custom here at Victory Church is to give a special love offering for Easter Sunday, for the work of the cross, for the work of what Jesus has done for us. We want to honor and bless him with our sacrificial giving. And so this year's offering is going to go into our missions fund that we can further bless the work of God worldwide as we do but even in a greater measure how many of you believe that'll be a great great blessing so can we all stand together in closing i want to pray i want to believe that as we have sowed generously we will reap generously and we will reap a spiritual blessing over our lives over our church and over our families so I'm going to ask Pastor Maureen, would you just come and just close us in prayer? I want us to pray, come into agreement for just a great, great um, harvest, a great uh, uh, fruitfulness, uh, uh, just a blessing to come back on us in Jesus' name as a church, as individuals, and I'll also pray for the prodigals too as we saw uh, that great testimony that it would be a sign and a wonder, God, would do it again in our church and in our lives. Praise God. Oh, Father, we are just so, so grateful, God. First of all, for the team that is going to Liberia, God, and impacting that nation there, God, that country. Father, we are thankful, God, that you have provided us to send them, God, with our finances, God, and our prayers and fasting, God. Father, we're asking God for that spiritual blessing, God. We're not looking for finances, God. We're looking for you, God. More of you in our church, God. We're praying for revival, God. And, Father, we already know you started it, God. But, God, you're going to continue to press. We're going to continue to press in till we get the fullness of what you have for us, God. Father, we pray for a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit over each and every one, God. Father, that they would just 
come on board and press in for what you have for us here, God. Father, we pray, God, even for all the outreaches, God, in this community, God, that we've been reaching out for years, that we would see the fruit of the ministry, God, that we would see souls being saved and people being delivered and brought into this church. And, God, we do lift up the prodigals, God. We thank you for that testimony. I believe just about everyone here has a prodigal, God, that needs to come home and, God, that come to you. And, Father, we are praying, God, for deliverance, God. We are praying, God, for an anointing that breaks every yoke and every bondage and every chain that's holding them back. Father, we're thanking you in advance that we're going to see the victory, God. We're going to see the victory in these prodigals, God. And you're going to continue, God, to give us a victory in every area of our lives, God. Father, we pray even for the Easter offering, God, as we continue to bless the missions, God. Father, you're going to just provide everything that is needed for us, God, but more for the world, God, that we would reach out, God, to the missionaries and those that are serving you in other countries, God. So, Father, we give you praise today. I pray for Pastor Zabay and his wife, God. I pray you continue to bless them, God. Father, I pray for the Good News Church right now, God, that you would just continue to pour out your spirit, that they would continue to praise and worship you, God. And, Father, you're going to do greater things. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Would you all just lift your hands as we close with a blessing? Come on, just receive the blessing today. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. And the Lord give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Take a moment to greet someone. Fellowship, take a few moments to just share the love of God.